would you call the cops? I don't I just don't know. I don't know how you're going to feel about the situation. Like imagine you're in your neighborhood and you see the neighborhood riffraff kids. I don't even know they're riffraff. You see neighborhood kids kind of acting, acting a fool. Would, would their action be enough for you to actually pick up the phone and call the cops? Because my mom and I are very split on this one. And you can decide today with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yes, this is our daily podcast that we do called Certified Mama's Boy. Today, by the way, the 2nd of February that we recorded and released this. Uh, we're a daily show, so hopefully you'll keep coming back. You'll subscribe and checking out the show. We've got three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, just so that you don't think that I'm lying to you. I don't want everyone thinks sometimes I'm dramatic or act weird or um, yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I want to prove to you that's that's not the case. That, that sometimes, yes, things are as awkward as I absolutely say they are. So I need you to start believing me in this. My mom luckily today got to experience what it's like to ride the elevator up <laughs> with somebody <laughs> in my condo. So in case you don't know, I'm, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. I have big issues because I feel like I am um, um, socially awkward in a lot of situations, but I swear to you, for some reason, this elevator ride is like the crux of my existence, and I'm not sure why. I'm not really quite sure. Uh, So, Mom, I want you to explain the situation today because I was kind of glad that you got a chance to experience what it is. Gosh, let me think about it. Did, Did you know that woman? I mean, I don't know any of these people, but like you have to act like you know them because for some reason you have to act like you know people that live on the same floor as you or the same <laughs> section of the, of the condo as you. I don't know. I don't couldn't tell you her name. I, I mean, I know I know of her. I've seen her. Yeah. I've lived here for two and a half years, but I, I don't know her name or yeah. I, I know her dog and I know her husband. And like, I know, like, I don't, I don't know his name, but every time we're in the elevator, we talk to each other. Like, we know each other. It's very uncomfortable. Gotcha. So, so give, give your experience of it. Well, I mean, I didn't think much about it, honestly, but, you know, she got on the elevator and she had her dog and she goes, oh. Well, let's, let's start from the beginning. So oh. my mom and I, so there's there's six levels to the condo, right? Mm-hmm. And we had gotten on at parking. So the parking's the very bottom floor mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, the six stories above. So it's technically, technically seven levels, I guess. So my mom, my mom and I had gotten on at parking, the very bottom, and then we stopped at floor one, meaning that somebody, that was like the, that's like the lobby floor. Mm-hmm. So meaning that, Somebody had stopped, and we're gonna have to now ride the elevator up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, door opens, woman gets on. Mm-hmm. And before it opened, you said, Oh, it's stopping. Someone's getting on. Yep. I should have, mm-hmm. now and then, that should have been a clue to me that you were already, your heart was starting to race. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, this lovely woman, I think you've told me about this woman before. I think you described her as being. Maybe fifty-ish and no, nice looking. No, no, that's a different nice woman. That's, that's woman on no? sixth floor. Someone, okay, different one. Never mind. Um, she gets on the uh, elevator with her dog. They've been outside. She's all bundled up, and she goes, "Oh, something about uh, we have friends on the elevator or something." And then she started yeah. chatting about how sometimes her dog 
thinks they're going to stop on the second floor because they have friends there and they get off there sometimes. <laughs> like why why is she telling you? You see what I'm saying? It, it like it like it creates the most awkward conversation. Yes, yeah, so this woman's just like, yeah, so uh sometimes I have to uh 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 my dog thinks it's this floor and we're like, oh yeah, like that's really confusing. It's just like you never know the floors and the dogs can't see the buttons. So it's just really just like, what? No, no. <laughs> she says, but, you know, we're on the third floor. So then she talked to her dog and said, no, we're not going to the hoods. I think she said the hoods. She acted like you should have known who they were. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you anybody's <laughs> name. And then the door opened and she just, her dog jumped off. But she here's the problem. What's so awkward too, and tell me this is like awkward <laughs> to you. It's like, it, the, like the door, like the elevator stops. Yeah. And then, like, nothing happens for what seems like seven minutes. I mean, it's really, like, four <laughs> seconds, maybe. Yeah. But, like, the door doesn't open. And, like, by then, you're just, like, you're done. You can't, like, continue. Con- it's just, it's, like, the most awkward silence. <laughs> I know. And the door closes quickly, too. It's just, like, it's, like, it, it just, like, all of a sudden, you're just, like, <laughs> boom. And, like, and like obviously, the conversation has to end because the door's about to open. <laughs> but then yeah. there's this weird pause in between yeah. the door actually opening and the elevator stopping and the door opening. And then like, you can't say anything else because they have to get off. Right, exactly. But like, God. like one to 10, how awkward was that for you? For me? 10 being the most awkward. Cause to me, it's like always a seven or an eight. I feel so uncomfortable. Like I, honestly, if anything in my day that gives me the most anxiety, it's when that damn elevator stops halfway up. And <laughs> honestly, I mean, that. that wasn't uncomfortable for me at all. Ugh. I didn't know this woman. I don't live here. <laughs> yeah, but if you lived here, I think that's the problem. It's like we always have to like act like we know each. I don't. It's just it's so. Well, if I lived here, I would be introducing myself. That's true. You'd be like, "Hey, this on the." I'm, I'm just like, "Hey, yeah." So the dog can't see the buttons. I can't. The dog can't push the buttons. Can they? That's crazy. I have a dog and it's Kiki. She can't push the buttons either. It's just like, oh my god. I'm just not cut out for this world. I swear I'm not. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's let's change. We're, uh, I don't I don't mean to make the show heavy today, but I think we should uh, have a conversation about what you and I talked about when it comes to Kiki. Um, you know, one thing I'm struggling with right now is this Kiki's getting older. She is um, Kiki. I would say is, is a very stable state right now. Uh, that's my description. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when it's your dog, sometimes you can get like a little. I don't know, you know, blind, love blind mm-hmm. to the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiki to me is she's 14 and a half in case you're new. Uh, she's a Chihuahua and I've had her for such a long time now, um, her whole life. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, she's been my most stable relationship. <laughs> Truly mm-hmm. think about it. That's right. Like, no one else has been in my life longer than Kiki. Well, when it comes to like family. this, like, yeah, I'm talking about like, like every day, like, like day to day. <laughs> Like day to day though, Kiki's been oh yeah my only consistent yeah yeah you yeah. know True. so um oh, my mom kind of I don't know if you meant to get so I don't I don't I don't know what your objective was this week when it came to Kiki um, but you kind of mentioned that maybe it's time to put her down uh, mm-hmm. but I'll let you I'll let you speak for yourself mm-hmm. well I don't think I said it quite like that. I was just trying to sum the story up, but you can. I know. I, you know, I, I'm just wondering at what point, and, and you know, with with all the animals that that um, I've had to put down, it's always hard, and you know, you always know when it's time. And so, I, I think I would, and I'm still in such shock at how thin and frail she is. 
yeah. from not having seen her since last June. Um, and so, you know, I do, I wonder at what point you say, what are we really doing here? You know, like, it's almost like times that I've spent with families who, and it's doing now, that's different. It's different. It's different if it's humans, but, um, and this is a different case with Kiki because you're right. She, she does still eat. She does still kind of limp around. I mean, she, you know, she walks around some. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, with Wiggy. So my, my old Chihuahua's name, my old, my, my previous, what do you say? My mother Chihuahua? How do you mm-hmm. say so? How do you, yeah. how do you refer to a your Chihuahua's other, past? Your other Chihuahua. My heavenly Chihuahua, uh-huh. Kiki. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wiggy. Uh, Wiggy was like, it was pretty evident. Like, she wasn't really eating. Yeah. She was just like, kind of like, she just, you could just, she was tired, man. Like, and I'm not talking about, like, she just like they slept all the time. Like, everything was like an extreme challenge for her to do anything. Mm-hmm. And so I, to me, it was like pretty clear. She like, wasn't drinking water. Mm-hmm. Like it was clear that like she was, she was good. She was like, it was time to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Kiki though. I don't feel like, like Kiki doesn't really like she's, you know, she probably got some arthritis issues. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really like to walk that much, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's got a pretty decent life just laying around. Like she's not mm-hmm. distressed. She's eating fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, slower than she used to, but she still eats all of her meals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really struggling. I think we all as pet parents have to go through this phase where you're like, okay, so where, when do you intervene? Mm -hmm. When do you step in and like make a decision for another living creature, Mm -hmm. you know, to like, Mm -hmm. let them rest, which I mean is, is a beautiful gift. And since I've been through it once, like I know Mm -hmm. it's a, um, it's a real, I don't know what's the word. It's a very compassionate thing to do mm-hmm. for an animal when you know that they're kind of going into distress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, um, what what are your thoughts? I mean, what because it seemed yeah. like you. My mom had said to me, she was like, you know, if you want to, I'll go with you this week if you want to put Kiki down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you? I, you like, know, I I think that no one knows their pets better than their owners. Number one. So you're certainly more aware of Kiki and her habits and and how well she's doing than I am. Um, but I, you know, I don't want her to suffer, and I know you don't want her to suffer, and I know you won't let her suffer. Right. Um, but it is it is nice to have someone with you, and since you don't have a lot of people around, I don't know. I just thought you might, you know, I don't know if you'd been thinking about it or not, or you know what, but well, I know you had thought about it. You have thought about it because we've talked about it. But yeah. Anyway, it's up to you. I I just put it out there. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. know. It's always you'll know. I feel like I will know, mm-hmm. and I just don't. Again, I don't think Kiki's thriving by any means right mm-hmm. now. She's or not she's living going her, to get better. And you no, said and she's that. not going to recover from this. No. Which actually is is kind of questionable because. She actually did get better for a minute, <laughs> mm-hmm. but then she got worse again. But for another year, like literally we went back for her, her annual checkup and the doctor's like, actually her heart failure has actually gotten a lot. But no matter what, even if she beats heart failure, she's, she's 15 four, almost. Yeah. She's old. Like, yeah. like we, we got, we got maybe a year or two max if she had and like perfect health. she's outlived the odds, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. But I also shot. don't want to be that dummy, you know, I feel like sometimes we, when we're so close to situations like this, mm-hmm. we just become, um, 
what's the word? We just become, yeah, I mean, emotion. I mean, there's, it's not just like, it's not logical anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not a logical decision. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's almost like what the hardest thing when you go to the vet sometime because they're just like, yep, you know, I gotta, you gotta go put them down. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, like that's, mm-hmm. that's not what I was, it's not mentally where I am right now. You know, yeah. it's like not emotionally where I'm at right now, but thank you for being so emotionless to this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. I, well, I plus think, you're going through a hard time now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's it's not the best time. And perhaps it, I it shouldn't would be a have challenge even for it. me. I mean, I don't think you need to add anything, any other, any more emotions to your plate right now. I, I guess the hardest, quite enough to deal with. The hardest thing for me, and I don't know if if pet owners, it's tough because towards the end, you really want to give them like a great life, and I'm just hoping that I'm doing my best. I just don't have a ton of time to like sit with her and lay with her and play with her. And like, so again, I don't, I don't want her just to be alive, just to be, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, hmm. it's just a hard, I'm glad we get the, the opportunity to do it. And I hope, and I know that one day, and I, I do remember too, like I knew I would, I'd, I'd come to, I'd come to terms with Kiki. I mean, with Wiggy that like mm-hmm. it was time to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping that like eventually I'll feel the same like i'll just know and then i'll be at peace because i really with wiggy i was at peace after it happened i was like i'm really glad i did it that way mm-hmm. uh so anyway yeah. all right mom let's get to our quote for today okay it's from mom Doss. free yourself from the illusion of good and bad days labeling time makes us nostalgic of the past and demanding of the future there is only here and now let it be are you far from the mic again? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm right on it. My mom and I are still having Mike 101 after <laughs> 200, sorry, 670 episodes. Um, well, I'm a lot closer on the ironing board than I'm at my desk at home. I will say that. Just sounded like it got quiet there for a minute again. Mm-hmm. Um, you should see, if you, if you know, really quick before we get to the quote, I, uh, I, if you know anything about audio, which you probably don't. This can be so boring to maybe, except for maybe some people that work in radio. But you know, it's you see it in like waveforms, right? Like when you edit audio, you see it like the little, ooh, it looks like waves, right? Mm-hmm. So like when I edit Mama's Boy, it's like my levels are so hot and my mom's are so quiet. Like it's just <laughs> oh, unbelievable the difference of how we have to like manipulate the levels to even sound like we're we're talking at the same volume. Mm. Um, okay, so. Illu- good days and bad days are illusions. Is that we're talking about? Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you feel about that? Well, I, I think it's absolutely true that it, when we talk about the past and we make it nostalgic, that can be good or bad, right? Yeah. And the same thing with being demanding of the future. Mm-hmm. So we, we need to stop putting those labels, like I just did, on time. We need to just learn to be present in the moment, right here, right now. It's all we have. We don't need to worry or think about the past, and we don't need to worry or think about the future. It will take care of itself. That doesn't mean to say that we just sit around in la-la land like most people think I do. Um, and, <laughs> I think you do. I think I think you're actually the only person that doesn't is not bothered by uh, the future or the past, which is very a, a great place to be, by the way. I'm not. Um, and, you know, let it be because it will be what it will be. 
Yeah. And and you do the best you can every day in every moment. And stop thinking about bad times because, I mean, past times. You know, the past, it does bring up a lot of sadness sometimes. And sometimes we wallow in all that way too long. Yeah. We need to let it go. And we don't need to worry about the future. That's what he's saying. It makes, it makes it demanding of the future. Because we don't know what's going to happen. Right. All we know for certain is that I am here at my ironing board, or your ironing board, (laughs) with you on this podcast right now, and we are just here. Yeah. Here. Well, we can all strive to be like Nancy Yancey. Well, no. I don't think that's (laughs) a good idea, but... We can all just say maybe one day we can be like that. Not today. Well, when you're But I mean, it is true. I I think... think (laughs) If you're always chasing good days, mm-hmm. that would be unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a bad day, I know it hurts because you're like, man, good days. I want it to be a good day. Mm-hmm. But I think that's so unrealistic. You know, like, like I know what I'm going through right now, like sucks, mm-hmm. but it it just is. Mm-hmm. It's just life, you know? Mm-hmm. It is and what it you, is. As you, you change, do the best you can with it today. As you change your life, Excuse me. when you start to analyze your life and, and start to make changes, you got to go through phases, you know? So anyway, uh, today, I'm not even going to say it was a good day or not. It was, I'm I'm tired. It was I don't know just. I'm ever gonna, I'm never, I don't think I'm ever going to get caught up on the sleep from sleeping like two to three hours for three weeks. No, you will. <laughs> I think I might be tired for the rest of my life, but... uh, No, you won't. Other than that, everything's Mm good. Um, Okay, so AG1's on the podcast today. If you haven't tried AG1, do us a favor. Do us a solid, if you would, and and do that. Uh, AG1 is a powder you drink every single morning. Mix it with water. It's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogen to start your day out right. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to get my digestion in check, Mom, you started taking AG1 for why? Um, more energy and uh, to sleep better. Yeah. And it has done that for you. And my, dig- my digestion's been great, honestly. Like, uh, no mm-hmm. no issues when it comes to just the, the, the regular old poops. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, it, it is like it, you're not eating what you need to eat. And we're all guilty of that. Every last one of us, like you're not going to go out. I, I, I can't, you know, I can't specifically, let me see. Um, I don't want to do a, do them a disservice and, and point out one of those high quality ingredients in there and say, I promise you, you're probably not eating this in real life. Uh, but I guarantee you, you're not eating 75 ingredients that you should be eating on a daily basis. None of us are. So uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. If you're trying to work on things like your uh, your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your recovery, your energy, your focus, or your aging, then you got to try AG1. And you give, uh, all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also today on the podcast is BetterHelp. I have a BetterHelp therapy appointment tonight today's thursday right yes tonight um i should i should say this show is 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 sponsored by this show is sponsored by better help uh better help is is a fantastic uh 
uh, tool in my tool belt. And it should be for you too. Therapy should be. And BetterHelp has just been so easy. I've got friends that use BetterHelp. Uh, I had a friend actually message me today and say, hey, what's that? Uh, I, she's, I, she's like, I, I want to start therapy. Uh, what's that? What's that code? I know you talk about BetterHelp in your podcast. <laughs> so yeah, I got 10% off for you. You know I do. I've, I mean, I've, I've benefited from therapy. Mom, what, we, we, we were talking at lunch today about therapy. Mm-hmm. And we were saying like, the good therapists do what? Oh, they ask the right questions. Yeah, like like, like talk therapy is not not really made for someone to come in here and tell you. No one, no therapist, therapist has ever told me what to do, but I've been able to come to my own conclusions because of questions and looking at my past and like you know trying to figure out like what is this healthy? Is it not? Is it normal? Is it not? Like working through thought processes. It's been it's been great. And, um, so you've been thinking about therapy for whatever reason you have your own reason. That's fine. Uh, if you want to live a more empowered life, go therapy can get you there. So betterhelp.com slash Kramer today to get 10% off your first month. It's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash Kramer certified fans. Thank you for your support for our show. Really appreciate you. You guys are like my secondary family. It really is true. Like I feel like some of you guys, I don't, I've probably met maybe 10% of you in real life. 90% I never have. But for some reason, I feel connected to each and every single one of you, uh, just because we've been through we've been through life together, haven't we? It's crazy. Like, <laughs> it's a weird time to be alive, isn't it? <laughs> Think about it seriously. Like, it's just a weird time. Yeah. When you say that, All like, we times can, are the best and worst of times. Well, I'm just saying. It's just, it's, I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm not even saying it like that. I'm just saying like the fact that we could like do a podcast. Oh, and yeah. like from my from my bedroom, my mom's <laughs> on the ironing board in the guest bedroom right now. We're in the same city, but we're not technically ever in the same city. Usually, when we're this is like one of the first times we've ever done it where we've been in the same house recording. Right, and we can feel so connected to you who lives in California, <laughs> Arizona, Georgia, Maryland, mm-hmm. uh, Seattle, uh, Florida. I know I'm forgetting your state right now, but that's, those are our like biggest listening areas. Uh, but wherever you are, like, like I feel so connected to you, and I hope that you feel the same way with us. Like, you probably never, not, almost a hundred percent of you never met my mom. Maybe one percent of you've actually met my mom, <laughs> and I just hope you feel very loved and supported here. And that's the point of this podcast. We're never going to have when people ask what this podcast is about. Like, they'll see my certified mama's boy hoodie or whatever and i'm like they're like oh what's that is that your podcast and i'm like yeah they're like what's it about and i'm always like oh <laughs> you know it's just sharing our lives yeah yeah anyone just, who cares to listen it's just a uh, part of it it's just uh you know <laughs> little this little that <laughs> little uh Little, little, uh, and I never, never, never know what to say. I always just say it's a podcast I do with my mom that usually stops in their tracks. That's so cute. Uh, anyway, we do have a new certified fan today, and I want to make sure that you get your attention. Uh, certified fans, it's it's a six dollar contribution uh, to our show, and we're very thankful for you for doing that. When you do do that, uh, because we could use your help. And this person is our first person of February. I think actually they didn't fill out the second part of their form. So we're going to try to figure this out. I know your name is Letty. I just don't know where you're from. I also don't know your last name, but I'm assuming by your email address that you're a mother. So, um, (laughs) 
And I feel bad. I always say my kid don't have your in case you ever do decide to join certified fans, just so you know, uh, you're going to sign up. It takes two seconds. Literally, if you, if you have Apple pay, it takes literally two seconds. And then and if not, then you just enter your credit card information and your other information. But if you have Apple pay, literally, it's one click and like you're signed up. And um, then you'll get an email and then from me and it'll say, hey, what's up? Click on this. But I think a lot of you guys, it goes to spam. and I hate that. I don't know how to fix that. But anyway. Not the point. Uh, thank you to Letty from wherever you're from, wherever you're living, whatever you're doing. Thank you for being our very first certified fan of the year, actually. Uh, well, oh. Veronica came back. So yeah. you're the first one of February, which is really cool. So thank you so much for, for supporting our show. We really, really appreciate you. Let's give you a whoop whoop. Yeah. Whoop whoop to Letty. And I hope you'll go on our fan page and let us know where you're from because you'll get yep. a shout out there tomorrow or today. <laughs> yep. That's uh mm-hmm. if you want to join us too and become part of this little like certified fan fam, uh just text the word fans, F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight. Go to the show notes, you can sign up there, or you can also go to certifiedmomersboy.com. Okay, this is what we call Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment we do Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you're ever going through a dilemma that you would like some motherly and family podcast fam advice for. Uh, from you can just go to uh, certifiedmamasboy.com, click contact us, send us your story, and then my mom, who's been a mom now for 43 years, can give you some motherly advice. So, what do we have for today, mom? Okay, dear Mama Nancy, I live in the suburbs of Atlanta, nice neighborhood, safe, no big problems there. We usually have a lot of kids in the neighborhood, most are good and well behaved, ages ranging from two to 14 or so. And they all play in the street, throwing footballs, riding bicycles, etc. In the last few days, an older kid, probably 13 or 14, has been milling around with either a BB gun or an airsoft tucked in his waistband. At least I think it's one of those. From a few feet away, it it looks totally real. He goes around shooting kids with it. I warned him once that the wrong person might think his gun is real and might shoot him with a real gun. Of course he said he wasn't doing anything and denied pointing it at people. I have no idea who this kid is, where he lives, or who the parents are. Would a normal person call 911? And what if that makes it worse? What would you do? Let me just tell you, I think guns are no joke. So many crazy things happen now with kids and guns, and I think it's absolutely your responsibility to report that to the police and let them know that this is happening. First of all, if it's a BB gun, it it could hurt someone. I'm not even sure what an airsoft gun is, but um, no, no, absolutely not. I would not want that around my children. Would would you call the cops, though? Yes, I would. And I would ask them, I would tell them, I you're would such tell an old them. Person. You, you, that was actually a test to see if you're an old person or not. No, well, I am. <laughs> um, and I, w- I would tell, I would tell the police exactly what they've told us here. And I would ask for their advice, but I would definitely report that. How I, And I wonder honestly how everybody else feels as well. Like, do you feel like you would... God, I don't know. I wouldn't do anything, honestly. Would I do anything? No. Well, you don't have kids. Yeah. (laughs) 
That doesn't make a difference. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I'm not. I'm not even trying to get involved in all that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't say a word. I just go back mind my business. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of curious at how like we have, we have extremes. My mom would call the police. Mm-hmm. I for sure wouldn't call the police. I might say something to the parent. Well, I definitely wouldn't call the police. Know, he doesn't know the parents. Like what do you what do you guys say to the police when you call? I, I would just tell them the story and ask them what they suggest be done. But why? There's only one thing you can do if you're not if you don't want them to come handle it. Let's go talk to the parents or talk to the kid or something. I mean, that's the only well, option you got. I mean, the, he's talked to the kid. He doesn't yeah. know the parents. Yeah. Or he or she, they don't know. They don't know the parents. Yeah, you know the parents. You walk right up to their door and tell them that no, Man, I don't, don't know want this around your neighborhood and around your kids. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Mm. Um. I, I we we I think we need to get a group consensus over here from parents because I don't I don't think I'd ever call the cops if I didn't like if the kid was like threatening or something but just right I don't I don't know I I, I just wouldn't call the cops I probably I may go talk to the parents if I was like really worried about it but I'm probably just gonna mind my own business but that's just me that's just me. So you want to call us or go to the certified fans page and we can, we can talk about this because I don't really know. I, th- I think if you're old, you're probably going to call the cops because <laughs> y'all call the cops <laughs> on like everything. I think if you're, if you're younger or like myself, which God, I'm like middle age now. All right, damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not a parent though. So I don't know that I like get involved, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8. Call us, text us, or, you know, go to the Certified Fans page. Let's talk about this. I'd really like to get some feedback on this. I think it's important. So let us know. Mom, you want to hang out for the uh, for the end of the show? Sure. Why not? Okay. I don't know where to go. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> we can talk about Paired then for a minute. Paired yes. is uh, an awesome app that you should try if you're in a relationship. It's uh, really, it's forgetting, you should really forget having any type of impersonal Valentine's Day gift this year. Like, why don't you put some work into your relationship? I mean, a box of chocolates only gets you so far, you know? And <laughs> why, not, why not, like, like really give the gift of your presence this year? And that's what the Paired app does. It's an app that offers you and your partner daily questions, games, and guided conversations designed by experts to allow you to do something meaningful with your relationship every single day. And the best part is, you don't get to see your partner's answers until you answer yourself. So it's kind of like, um, that's how Airbnb does reviews as well. <laughs> and it always, it always gives me anxiety. Cause I'm like, what are they going to say about me? <laughs> but it does. It just asks questions and it helps you like kind of stay connected. Uh, so for Valentine's day, you can uh, give a gift that lasts well beyond the holiday. You can head to paired.com slash Kramer and get a seven day free trial and 25% off. If you sign up for a subscription, all you have to do is go to paired.com, sign up today, and connect with your partner every day using Paired. Happier relationships start here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mom, any uh, observations from your trip that you want to talk about? Hmm. 
No, I mean, we're just hanging out, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a normal week for you. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm enjoying the, the downtime, honestly, because it had been a hectic week for me before I came here. Sure. Um, so I'm enjoying the, the nice time of rest. And when the sun is out, I love to go sit out on the balcony or go for a walk. And yeah, I mean, I'm just hanging out with you. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's fun um, for me. It's been uh, it's been a really interesting week. Um, it's funny how I hope that you have. A, I feel bad saying this because I realize that I don't have. Every everyone doesn't have a great relationship with their with their parents, or maybe your parents have passed, and I hate when I'm so braggy about how great my mom is sometimes because you know, I don't want to make anybody, I don't It's like, you, you see what I'm saying? Mom, it's like a double edged sword. It is. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, mean, I just always want to be you the other day. I often think about how much I would have loved to have had a mom at 39. Yeah. You know, because my mom died at 17. Right. Um, yeah. But we need to be grateful for what we have. Yeah. But I am like I am I'm so thankful how like last night, you know, again, it's just been a crazy week and I and by week I mean month. I mean lifetime. Um twenty three. Twenty twenty four is gonna be my year, y'all. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get my shit together by twenty twenty four. I got a whole eleven months to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh no, I'm going to um uh, no, but it's just, it's just funny. Like my mom and I just sat on the couch last night and we watched that 90s show, mm-hmm. which I never really watched that 70s show. So I can't really compare it to anything. Right. But we just watched two episodes of that. And it was just, just to have your mom in your house. Mm-hmm. And we're not even really, we're, we're kind of talking about my shit more than anything, but like, you know, just you're here. And it just means a lot to me that you've taken the time to like come do this. It's very comforting. So I hope you know that I appreciate you. I do, honey. And and I love being here with you too. It's nice. So, um, you know, there's probably somebody in your life that either is that support for you or maybe you're support that, that support for them. And just remember that, you know, I, I hope that like, you know how important you are in somebody's life, whoever that person is. Um, and just keep that in mind that it's not always about my mom doesn't really have all the answers, no. you know, for me, but no. she's just here. She's, you know, she showed up and uh, we're just enjoying sitting around. And, we're just being present in the moment to each yeah. other. That's yeah. all we're doing. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show today. We got one more episode live from the ironing board and we'll do that one tomorrow. <laughs> mom, you want to give us a, a live close? <laughs> okay. I hope that everyone is having a good week and that you are blessed to be near someone you love. Love you forever.